You're welcome. Can you please introduce yourself? I'm Benjamin Echampo. Okay, so I have with me here, Mr. Dickin Benjamin Echampo. It's an honor to see you, sir, and to be with you. Thank you, sir. So we just want to have a very quick recap on the very things that we learned um, during our seminar blocks. And then what's your most interesting or most... I don't know how you are going to maybe um, um, word it. I don't know how you are going to maybe categorize it. But which among all the blocks were you blessed, really blessed? I would say it's the married seminar. It's the marriage seminar. Yes, sir. Oh, nice. So then uh, let, we can do the recap on that, right? Yeah, we can do it. Okay, so I'm, I'm ready for you. Yeah. Um, at the seminar, you said something like perfect marriage is two imperfect people. So are we doing the... So which is which? What are you doing? Are yeah. you really posing a question on yeah, me already? Yeah, I want to ask you a question okay. about the things that we learned under that seminar. Okay. All right. So you said that a perfect marriage is two imperfect people who refuse to give up on each other. So can you please have, throw more light on that statement? Ah, okay. I I I I recall making that statement. The issue is that number one, the marriage is not between two perfect people. Okay. Yeah. And marriage is not between two good people. There can be two very, very good people who can get married and then at the end of the day, they will divorce. It tells us a lot. It tells us that marriage is not between like two people who are so good. So you can't just say that I'm here and then I have I've taken into consideration this person and I've taken into consideration that person and individually they are, they are very good people. So therefore, when they come together, they can make a very best or best couple. That's a mistake. It's a huge mistake because that is not how marriage is. People can be good individually, but when they come together, it will be very, very hectic and it will be very, very suicidal. So whenever two people are going into marriage, what we should factor or what we should consider is that are they good together? The togetherness is the key. They may be good separately, but they may not be good together. So one of the very things that we should ask ourselves is that are they to, are they good together? So that is what I meant by that statement. Thank wow. you, sir. Wow. Mm. Powerful. Thank you, sir, for your explanation. Okay. And I want to ask another one too. Um, you said that um secrecy is an enemy to intimacy mm, yeah. in marriage. Can you please explain that one too? The issue is that in marriage there is no secrecy. Okay. There shouldn't be secrecy. When you check Genesis chapter two verse twenty-five, the Bible says that and a man and his wife were both naked and they were not ashamed. Okay. They were not ashamed. So the very worst of things, man and the wife is not ashamed. So what should you? Why should you hide from your from your spouse the very things? The issue is that trust is the foundation of every marriage. Yeah. Actually, every relationship trust honesty transparency is the foundation for me to go higher with you i must make sure that i really trust you before i can go on a journey with you so if that is not there the moment there is secrecy then it means that it means that we've made up a whole of mistrust and the day i get to or one gets to discover it that is the end of that relationship so for a marriage to work, there should be 
that transparency okay. there should also be that honesty and that that is what is going to build that foundation of trust okay. within between couples thank you very much so meaning in marriage you should learn to be open to our exactly parties. be open uh-huh. no matter what be open financially mm-hmm. be open tell your spouse yes this is what i have in my bank account mm-hmm. this is what we have this is what we are working on yeah if your spouse get to know what you you know that there are a lot of people who want to hide their financial status from their spouse and that's not a good thing to do yeah so transparency is key tell the person that that that'll be it thank you very much this take us to our next point okay okay you said something that um we should be a good encouragers Mm -hmm. to our partners that's the biggest encourager to the partner sure the issue is that the world is full of critics already okay Mm-hmm. The issue is that so you must choose to be your biggest, your spouse's biggest encourager, not the biggest critic. The issue is that when you are when your when your spouse gets out, he's criticized a lot about uh, so many things, so many things weighing the person down, so many things trying to tell the person that he's not is a misfit, so many things trying to point to the to the fact that he's not doing enough. So the issue is when the person is coming home, is the person coming to meet someone who is going to lift him or her up or not? And Proverbs chapter 12 verse 25 says that worry weighs a person down. An encouraging word turns a person up. That is it. So make a very conscious effort to be the very um, encourager, maybe the biggest encourager of your spouse. Thank you, sir. You made you made this statement. And okay. I I think other other colleagues of mine mm-hmm. they really enjoyed this point when you raised it. Okay. He said never talk less. Other say. colleagues of yours. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> never stop flirting with your wife and mm-hmm. never flirt with any other person mm-hmm. in marriage. The issue is that you should never stop flirting with your spouse okay. and you should never start flirting with another person okay. or someone else. Okay. That's the issue. The issue is that you see, um, when when we talk about flirt, when f- flirt is an act that is meant to bring like romantic connection between two people. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Within within marriage, there should be a daily or a conscious thing that I am I'm making something. I'm making my marriage more romantic. Okay. I'm making my marriage. I'm making a connection between my spouse. There should be that daily commitment between them that we will make our marriage more like more romantic okay. uh-huh. there are a lot of people that can that the reason why maybe your your your, your wife is taking two hours to dress it's not for the person who is outside to say you look good mm-hmm. the first person he wants or she, she wants to hear from that you look good baby is <laughs> you the, the the man involved do you get it yeah. uh-huh so you should never stop the day you stop flirting with the person you have killed something in the marriage you should always and always and always make that conscious effort to always make the person look good tell the person she looks good tell him he looks good tell him his his his, his perfume is that is it it should be a conscious act thank you okay and with on that same point okay. is there something that i love so much hmm. that never stop dating your wife Mm-hmm. I really love that point. Okay, the issues, and I say never stop dating. 
your wife, you see. In dating, what do we see? We see in dating, people take people out. Mm. In dating, people try to, yeah, we try to always give good compliments. Compliments to our spouse, you get it? Yeah. Uh-huh. We are always doing that in, in dating relationship. So if you stop, you, when people get married, people think that they've, they've, they've achieved the ultimate already. Mm. The issue is that people don't take people out when they are married. Yeah. I, I was given an example. I don't know if I, <laughs> the issue is that I was given an example that I don't, I don't recall the last time perhaps my, my father consciously took my mom out. With his finger. Exactly. <laughs> and and that is it. That is what we are trying to point out. That is how a lot of people are marriage or marriage becomes to, to, to a lot of people. So we, the up and coming one, should take a very critical look at that. That we don't end it with dating. Okay. You should continue it even when you are married. That is okay. what we say. You are dating your wife. Okay. You take your wife out. You take your wife on shopping spree. Wow. You take your wife to go and have fun. Yeah, there should be that kind of thing in, in marriage. Because you see, the world is the, the world is boring already. Yeah. Mm. It's, boring. it's boring already. <laughs> we are bored with so many bad news. Yeah. So that conscious act of dating your wife yeah. should be there. I'll so date my wife. Yeah, date your wife. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sir. All right. So the next point that I want to bring out is you see. Your habits, uh, your habits will shape your marriage. So keep a good habit. Mm. So that how does that come into? Sure. Galatians chapter six verse nine says that. So let's n- let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest full of blessing if we have not given up. Right. The issue is that the Bible was teaching us of we not d- stop stopping maybe along the way stopping or not do there are some people who stop doing good the bible says when we don't stop doing good we receive rewards of it and in marriage your habit is that which is shaping your marriage so when you keep the right habit you are trying to make your marriage so when you quit on unhealthy habits you are keeping the marriage so you must be very thoughtful in your marriage that um the very things that you are doing in in that marriage like daily is the summation of the entirety of that marriage so let's say i develop a habit of writing love notes for my wife in my marriage i I am shaping it do you get it Mm -hmm. so we should we we should never let our marriage be on autopilot okay a lot of people that their marriages are on autopilot the issue is that everything goes everything comes no everything that is going should be conscious everything that is coming should be conscious write your 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 spouse a love note wow. mm, leave some flowers in the morning go to the, the workplace at once in a while just go and leave lunch give lunch something romantic it wouldn't, it wouldn't, yes it wouldn't cost anything mm-hmm. do you hear what i'm trying yeah. to say so that is the point i, I made at the mount of top experience and, and i like I, I i really love this point too mm-hmm. it is treat your spouse as the as the topmost priority not interruption mm-hmm. i really love this point yep. that you made. you know love is a devotion okay love is a devotion right. 
love is more of a commitment than a feeling. There is a feeling part in marriage. There is a feeling part in 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 like love. But one thing we should understand is this: that love is a devotion. We must devote us. That is what that is why Romans two verse ten says that be devoted to one another in love. In love. So you know this this gets to we the ministry people, okay. ministry people, Tackle ministry ministry us. folks. Yeah. Ministry folks, you yeah. have problem. Yeah. Oh, you have problem. Pa, 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 Most pa, pa. of us are too rigid. The issue, we are too rigid, and because we have the we have the vision, like the vision of making something work. We want to attain this. We want to attain this. We want to attain this. Most ministry folks treat their wife as an interruption. Okay. The Bible says that husbands love your wives as Christ loved the church. So. Christ loves the church as husbands love the wife. Do you get it? Yes. <laughs> so don't love the church, the the church more than you love your spouse. Loving the church is for Christ. Loving your wife is your your utmost work is your priority. The day you will die, the church members will have new pastor. pastor. Perhaps more anointed, more. I'm telling you, more maybe skillful, yeah. more maybe articulate, yeah. more creative than yourself. Yeah. So why do you want to do that? So your your wife should be a priority. Your wife should be a priority. Please do, do you get what I'm trying yeah. to say? Thank you, sir. Oh, my wife will be my first priority. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be your first priority. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Okay, let's move to the, the next one. Let's celebrate together in good times and learn and lean on others in bad times mm. lean on others in bad times that's what i said yeah. eh? oh that's that's a powerful point the issue is that marriage is for better for worse so better they get for it worse. for better for worse How your better? marriage experience will be like yeah your marriage experience will be extreme okay. when your spouse is happy you should be the first to share in his celebration okay mm. When your spouse is also sad or even heartbroken, you should be there to support the person. In those moments of pain, your 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 spouse won't need you to cheer up or maybe offer an advice. They simply need you to be there. Okay. When something bad is happening, there are times it's not just what you are going to say or no 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 what you are going to just be there. Yeah. Your presence. Your presence alone. There's a song that says, Your presence, presence is serving to me. <laughs> your presence is serving to your spouse too. Yeah. Do you get? Yeah. So you should be there. Yeah. When it, and you see, try to also try to also celebrate the little achievement in your marriage. Okay. Celebrate them. Pop some 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 champagnes on some little achievement when your wife is promoted, when yeah. your husband is promoted. Yeah. Mama, mama, I really need that crack. I sweet. Do you get it? My God. Sure. So, that is what I made. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, our nine point relates to the the last statement that you made. Okay. I said the little things in marriage can make a difference. The little things. A little thing of me, nobody can do. Yes, the little things makes a difference. Sure. And that's a very powerful point. 
let laughter fill the soundtrack of your marriage. See, even in seasons of struggles and pain, strong couple they make a priority to laugh together. Life is already serious. Mm-hmm. Ooh, pain like really serious. Serious. When your child is sick, it's serious. Oh. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of things happening in in life is already serious. Yeah. So, Fabia Seria, I cry. I told you, Fabia Seria. Need to be a ding 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 ding, sir. Like there are times you should you should make some something yeah. exciting yeah. happens in your marriage, yeah. and that is all. Maybe your spouse will be needing that there should be something very laughable, man. Yeah, like just laugh some. Don't be too rigid. Choose to laugh together. Mm-hmm. So that is what laugh I mean. together and grow together. Laugh together and grow together. Thank Philippians four four even makes it um, the statement for and says that. Always be full of joy in the Lord. I say it again, rejoice. Even if the Lord encourages us to rejoice in the Lord, in Him, in God, in God, who, where God. we have everything at the very best, yeah. God, the Bible is encouraging us to rejoice. rejoice. So in marriage too, we rejoice. rejoice. So if joy is needed in Christianity, then joy is should also be needed in marriage. Okay. Please do you get it. Yeah. Thank you, sir. All right. Mm. Thoughtfulness mm-hmm. is a source of fuel that keeps a marriage strong. Mm. Can you please? The issue is that you see, you don't need a lot of money or any special set of skills to be thoughtful or considerate towards your your spouse, right? Yeah. A lot of people are not thoughtful, even in our own life, and that we've learned not to be thoughtful, maybe right from infancy, and because of maybe where we are coming from or, her, or where we grew. This thing is really affecting a lot of people that we are not really thoughtful. We are not really thoughtful. We are not really thoughtful, which is very disturbing. It is very, 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 very disturbing. And uh, there are times people see that your wife is really struggling. What fear do about our bread or our kitchen? What happens when a man approaches your wife and then maybe gets to the kitchen and then also help cleaning the thing too, cleaning the utensils, washing the dishes with her? Maybe cooking with her, it's even romantic. Yeah, very romantic. So, thoughtfulness. There are times your husband may come from work, you could see that the mood has changed. Yeah. That is not the time to hit your husband with the child's school fees yeah. and something like that. You should be very thoughtful. You should, be, should give your husband some warm bath, yeah. make some things happen. Yeah. And, like, you see, you should be very thoughtful in, in marriage. Yeah. That is what I that is what I said. Um, even in the Bible, the Bible says in Proverbs chapter 4, verse 5e, the Bible says that let everyone see that you are considerate in all you do. In all we do, the Bible admonishes we believers to be considerate. Wow. Wow. That's powerful. Wow. Hmm. But the next point is also show some attitude of gratitude every day. Mm. Show some attitude, attitude of, of gratitude. gratitude. Mm. Mm. You see, it's not happy people who are thankful. Okay. It's thankful people who are happy. Wow. Mm. I like that. It's not happy people. Can you happy please? People. I said, it's not happy people who are thankful, but it's thankful people who are happy. happy. Yeah. Wow. So choose to say thank you. Okay. So when you see someone who is happy, the person perhaps is more thankful. Yeah. So um, say thank you to the little things. Oh, honey, 
love the way you love our children. I like the way you pay the fees of our children. I like the way you come back from work and you prepare me this powerful meal. I like the way you come back from work and you do this. I like the way you do this. I like the way you do this. I like the way you do this. Like choose to be grateful. Choose. The word is choose. 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 It is a conscious act. It is not automatic. It is an effort. It is an effort. You are making something out of it. Do you get it? So, it's a choice. It's a choice. Choice. So, choose. Choose to be thankful. Choose to be thankful to your spouse. Yes, sir. (laughs) Celebrate your partner's strength. That's the the next point. Say something about we're celebrating our partner's strength. Mm. Mm. You see, the issue is that when we focus on something, eh, it starts to seem bigger. Mm. When you focus on something, it starts to seem bigger. If you choose to focus on your spouse's strength, it will even become bigger. So, why the issue is that um, focusing is a it's like a magnifying glass okay. yeah. yeah when i'm focusing on something i'm magnifying the thing yes when i'm focusing on something i'm magnifying the thing so instead of magnifying the weakness of my spouse why not magnify the strength and you see there are times that as you magnify the strength the person will rather sit down and analyze or get to even ask you of the weakness so that both of you can work out the weaknesses together. So instead of trying to do or trying to achieve something, 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 then come together and work the thing out. Okay. Mm. Work the thing out and make sure that um, the, you, you are you are you are you are making the person feel good. Okay. You are making the person feel worthwhile. That is what we we talked about. Instead of maybe pointing the flaws and beating the person every day with it, why not? point the strength why not say something good about the, the person yeah and then um if you focus on the flaws of the person you are you are starting a whole race that you can never you can never win uh-huh so yeah the, it, let me quote a scripture in matthew 7 verse 2 the bible says that and why worry about a speck in your friend's eye when you have a lot in your own why the bible is teaching us to rather than pinpointing fingers you see there are people that in your in your marriage both of them they are pointing fingers yes. and then they've 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 stopped to to you see instead of becoming or holding a magnifying glass become a mirror okay work on yourself yeah let the person work on themselves on on him or herself it will rather give us a more perfected a more greater a more a more i don't know i don't i don't even know the word i should use a more confined end yes thank you okay so the next point we made was treat your partner the way you want to be treated mm. that was the next point that we sure made. i uh, that's i made it right yeah we all know the golden rule yeah the golden mm. rule. when we are young <laughs> we all know matthew 7 12 that things we want other people to do to us, we should also do to them. Mm. The issue is that that is what we should do. It's very true. Yeah. So, if you want your your if you want your spouse to be 
thoughtful towards you, be thoughtful towards your spouse too. If you want your your spouse to take you on vacations, mm. ba- vacations, vacations, take your your spouse <laughs> also to a vacation. Yeah. yeah. So that is what I talked about. So our next point was don't treat your spouse the way he treats you. Mm-hmm. Treat her as Christ treats you. Mm-hmm. We made a point like that. Sure. And you see, I made these points together. Mm-hmm. The, the the earlier point I explained and mm-hmm. this point together for us to understand something. Mm-hmm. That you see, you must treat the golden rule says that we should treat other people the way we want to be treated. Mm-hmm. That is true. And then this one is talking about we treating our spouse not the way they treat us so it means that even if they are treating us in a bad way we shouldn't treat them in that sense okay. we should treat them the way we the way um god treats us okay. how does god treat us he, he treats us. us in love yeah. he shows us mercy yeah. when we falter his grace is sufficient for us where sin abounds grace yes. abounds his arms are open. He's teaching us that is the same way we should treat our spouse. There is a natural tendency to want to keep scores in marriage. Yeah, yeah. that's that is the natural tendency. You want to you want credit for all the good deeds, and you want to pay back too for any wrong our spouse might have committed towards us. But that is a problem. That is a problem. God gave us His best while we were at our worst. And because of that, it also calls for us to also put in the same principle in our marriage. People need love most when they deserve it least. And that is something we should understand. We should give our best even when our spouse is at his or her worst. That is what we are trying to bring here. I love this point, the next point. Mm -hmm. I I really love the point, but I didn't really get the point. Okay. The point you were trying to say something that we should be good communicators and listeners. Mm-hmm. That was the point that you raised. Okay, uh, then I, I was trying to say the best spouses are good communicators, okay. and the best communicators are good listeners. Wow. You see, if you don't communicate, the issue is that the second thing that makes marriage collapses is communication. The first thing is money. Mm. <laughs> we have a way I'll, I'll, I'll delve deeper into that some other time but the best communicators are uh, are good the, the best spouses are good communicators and the best communicators communicators are good listeners uh-huh. listening is the most effective form of communication if you want to communicate first listen to the person there are times eh, you are really saying the very same thing uh, in my in, in my in my house I, I realized something that there were times that my mom and my dad they were talking about the very same thing but because no one was ready to listen so i'll just say okay 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 then i walk then the person will say it then i will walk then they will say ah ah so you cry, I can't hear back. Do you get it? It's like that. There are times that you are fighting over your spouse on the very same thing. At times when you listen to the person, you really come to a very finite conclusion. Most of us listen only to form our response okay. instead of listening to fully understand 
what the other is saying. Do you get it? There are times that someone is just listening to you just to respond. <laughs> and he's just listening to you to lash back. But you're not really listening to the person to really understand what the person is saying. When your spouse is talking, you must put down the distraction and give an undivided attention to, the, to your spouse. That is how come you can form a very good communication like um, 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 parade in your marriage. Yes. And then um, it's something everybody should understand this. Thank you, Sam. So the next point is the tone of your voice shapes the tone of your marriage. Mm. The tone of your voice. Mm. You made a point like that. That's it. Too. Think about the tone of your words mm. when you're talking to your spouse. Mm. Mm. Are you rushed? Are you annoyed? Are, are, your, are, your, are your words tender? Are your words thoughtful? Are your replies like harsh? One of the most powerful thing eh, that can really collapse marriage is the way you talk to your spouse and it comes with tone you must all learn the power of presentation you see i always say this about nathan the, the prophet and david when nathan the prophet was given a was given a word by god to david he presented it well he didn't go straight and king you are fornicating he could have died. The king could have ordered his execution. But it didn't happen that way. It happened like he presented it very well. And we should all learn the power of presentation. So no matter how angry you are, present it well. Because this is the person you are going to stay with forever and ever. And then Proverbs 16 verse 24 says that kind words are like honey, sweet to the soul and healthy for the body. So as be kind to your, your 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 kindness is you know kindness is contagious. Mm. I I wrote something I wrote a status some 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 time back that kindness is contagious. It's going to attract the right people towards mm. your life. Mm. And kindness is contagious, mm. but unfortunately, so is rudeness. Mm. If you are rude towards your spouse, your spouse might also be rude towards you. It is not good. Mm. So make sure you are spending the right one. You are spending rather than spending or spreading um, rudeness. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Um, the, the next point is the happiest couple accept weird things. Did I make that statement? Yeah. Um, that you see, marriage will not all be normal. There are times there can be a little bit of weirdness. There are times when your spouse when your in-laws visit, it can be very weird. There are times it can be weird in some way. Mm, so it's not always like normalcy. There are times you can have deviation and accept that also in marriage. Thank you. Thank you. Sir, God bless you. Okay, so bless you. I think that was yeah. some of the points that I made at our mountaintop experience. Yeah. So I think that's a very powerful time oh, with you. Okay. And then I hope this blesses our listeners. And even the people that came and the people that couldn't also make it to our mountaintop experience. So thank you so much. And it's an honor to sit down with you. Thank you, sir. Okay. You're welcome. So see you at our next recap. Bye-bye. Bye.